Welcome to the Wealth Matters Podcast, where investors come together to better understand how to build passive cash flow and create generational wealth without all the confusing mumbo-jumbo. Here's your host and co-author of Amazon number one bestseller, Alpesh Parmar. In today's episode, I'll be chatting with Damian Lupo, CEO of Total Control Financial. He's one of the smartest guy I have met, and he has pretty interesting idea on how you can take advantage of your retirement money and that diversify the retirement income or fund into real estate and a lot of other alternative assets. So welcome, Damian Lupo, to Wealth Matters Podcast. How are you today? Good, man. It's good to be here. Thank you. So um, I uh, have discussed about you, about QRP, Qualified Retirement Plan. Um, and of course, I got myself signed up as well. So I thought, you know, why shouldn't my listeners know about QRP? So uh, we'll jump, jump right into it. What is a QRP? So QRP is Qualified Retirement Plans. It's anything under the tax code that basically is a 401k, IRA. It's, it covers a lot of different things. And then there's different individual versions. Most people have heard of a 401k or they've heard of an IRA or even a self-directed IRA. The, the really important thing is to figure out what though the particular one you're talking about, what it can do and what it can't do. And what, what you have is, is an EQRP, which is part of the 401k code. And basically, it gives you the ability to have total checkbook control of your, your money, your retirement money, and not have a custodian that's going to fee you to death and slow your transactions down. And, I mean, the most important thing in the real estate world is you can have leverage. You can have debt on your properties right. and not get hurt with it, which you would with an IRA. And that's the big differentiator around these different types of retirement accounts. It's the, the UBIT tax. Right. Which, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the, the killer, the lurking killer yep. in, the, in the background. So um, let me understand it uh, or go in more detail. So you mentioned about IRA. So I can get checkbook control using self-directed IRA as well, right? Right. But yeah, I need a custodian. Yeah. So a lot of times people have a checkbook LLC or they have checkbook control. Uh, typically, it's with an LLC inside of an IRA. The IRS is actually scrutinizing those type of structures right now uh, because there's a custodian involved and people are trying to do things that are really not allowed. And so the IRS is saying, hey, let me let's look at these things a little bit closer because really it the custodian is set up to monitor and to guide. And when somebody right. takes control, then the IRS says, hey, people are probably doing things that aren't allowed. So they're, they're actually looking at a lot more of those type of, of um, accounts, which is becoming a problem. And truly, you really don't have total control because you still have a custodian. Yes, you still, got to, yeah. uh, you still have someone monitoring your activities, uh, right. or they're supposed to. Um, also, uh, you just mentioned about when I said, you know, self-directed IRA, there are two ways, right? So one is just your custodian is monitoring everything and you go through the custodian or mm -hmm. you add an LLC, right? You just right. brought that up. So, so you are adding a complexity as well to get full or, or total checkbook control. You will now even need an LLC. And being, uh, I'm being in California, I got to pay another 800 bucks as a franchise tax fee as well, right? If I have an LLC. 
So, yeah, there, there are some complexities to it. So um, there are, are ways around that. And, and like you have a very simple structure, which allows you to have real control. Um, you don't even have to have an LLC if you don't want to, because California is a little bit rough sometimes. Yeah. So it, can be, it can be painful. Yeah, California is painful in every aspect right now. <laughs> Homeless, unaffordability, I can count. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can talk about it a lot. But uh, so on QRP world, then I do not need an LLC. I do not. No, you don't need, need one. Custodian either. No custodian. You're actually, so with, with uh, qualified plans that are under, under the 401k section, there's a trustee involved. And you get to be the trustee because anybody can be a trustee with IRAs. Not anybody can just be a custodian. You actually have to. There's there are requirements and and um, different things that are involved that an individual couldn't just say I'm going to be a custodian. That doesn't work that way. With 401ks like the EQRP, you're able to to be the trustee, which means you actually are in charge of your money. So EQRP is pretty similar to solo 401k. It's 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 similar. Every every plan is designed differently, so they have different pieces inside. They're legal trust documents, and so there are different components. Uh, their solos are very very generic, and they they definitely get out of the UBIT tax, which is really right. important. That's yeah. and that's a that's a big thing. So you're you're better to have a solo than an IRA. The right. the Ferrari of of retirement plans plans is definitely the EQRP though. Oh, okay. So uh, what, what is the difference between then solo and EQRP, if you can just highlight some of those? Yeah, the big, I mean, big part is, is that the liability protection inside of it is it's because they're built different. So the guts of it, it's kind of like a Ferrari versus a, a Tempo a Ford, or a Ford Taurus. Right. They're both cars. They can yeah. both be made to be, but one's a Ferrari and one's a, one's a Ford. I so it's, it's very different in how they're built and it's under the hood. And also you brought up UBIT uh, as well. So can we talk more about UBIT and maybe UDFI as well? Um, yeah, the, these, are, are the, these are huge problems right now. Uh, UBIT stands for unrelated business income tax. Yep. It's a very, very high tax rate. And basically this is, this is a tax that, uh, that happens if someone has a, an active business that their retirement account is investing in or in an IRA's case, if there's any type of leverage, so like a mortgage or in a syndication, if there's debt on on the property, then you're going a majority of your profits from your IRA investment are going to be taxed at about 35%. That wow. is a big problem, and it's a ticking time bomb. Most people don't know about, and what I hear a lot is people say, "Well, I have an IRA. I invested in a syndication, and nothing happened. I didn't. You know, it's been a couple of years." It only, it only gets triggered if there's more than $1,000 in net income after depreciation. So you normally aren't going to see this have, be a problem until the property is sold. When it's sold, there's a huge amount of, pro of profit, right. and that's where you get hit. The good news is with an EQRP or a solo, it's exempt from UDFI. So the UDFI is the unrelated debt financed income. That mm -hmm. is the actual thing that triggers the UBIT tax. Right. So all this means is that if you have any type of investment with leverage, you don't want to use a self-directed IRA. And no. if you're already in one, the good news is you can do a rollover. It's called an in-kind rollover. You can transfer uh -huh. the assets from the IRA into an EQRP. Oh, that's, that's great. That's great. Hey, uh, so funny, I, I never did the introduction, but now that, you know, I wanted to get EQRP, um, you know, introduced. And then I want to ask you, but of course, you know a lot about this EQRP, but how did you get started and why, uh, why EQRP? What happened? 
Well, what's interesting is that it was so, it was an accident many years ago um, because what, I, have a, I have a lot of companies. I've had more than 40 companies that I've started wow. and run. And, and one of them is a precious metals company, so gold and silver. Mm-hmm. And many, many years ago, I had a client that asked, told me he wanted to buy some silver with his retirement account. And I thought, well, that's weird. I mean, you have to take your metal and put it in a, in a vault. <laughs> he said, no, it's, it's a QRP. And I said, uh, I wasn't even familiar with it. <laughs> So I, I learned because of a transaction outside of the, of, of, you know, it was just in the metals world. And, and then I started reading and because I spent the last 10 years so deep inside this space, I've now, I'm, I'm now one of the, the top experts in this space because I've gone so deep into it. I end up teaching a lot of accountants because it's such a small part of the tax code. Nobody really focuses on it except for guys like me. Yeah. That's interesting. So yeah, you you, you taught some accountants, huh? <laughs> we we do because it's not something. There's not really a reason for most accountants to know a lot about this space. It's not really. It's not going to make them any money, and so they're not going to focus on it. So, um, is this only available for small business owner or just a business owner, or how how does EQRP work? Yeah, this is this is a, there's a lot of misinformation around this. So the IRS says it's for business owners, and a business owner means a business, meaning you could be a lemonade stand, you could be a consultant, you could sell your old stuff on eBay. That's a business activity. It's right. basically business activity. You don't have to have a corporation or an LLC. It can be you as an individual, and you can even be working as a W two. There's, I mean, it's you just have to have business activity. You could have this and a four hundred one k at work. There's, there's a lot less limits than people think, and a lot of people don't think they're qualified. The truth is, you could do almost anything and be qualified to be in business. It doesn't take much. You just say, hey, put a shingle outside your house and say, I'm in business, and you're, you know, you're really in business. Well, that is interesting as well. That's, uh, I didn't know that. Of course, I own a small business, so I was able to uh, do this without you know, thinking about it. Um, also, um, one more thing I was thinking is that, of course, you know, people go from IRA or 401k uh, into self-directed because they want to take control of their, you know, uh, investments, right? When, when I have a 401k with my uh, employer or IRA, I'm mostly allowed to invest in, you know, a handful of mutual funds and maybe some ETFs and may there may be some stocks. But once I move that over to self-directed IRA or solo 401k and of course EQRP, then I'm able to invest in, uh, you brought up precious metals. Uh, I, I knew, but I'm pretty sure not many people know that I can buy precious metals using this or even I can buy, go on StubHub and acquire some uh, concert tickets and sell them as well, turn them around and sell them as well uh, at a profit using uh, my EQRP or solo 401k. But one another thing I liked, or, or of course you can elaborate on that, is that I can also take loans out, right? This is this is a big difference between uh, the, the the two between this and the IRA. With an IRA, you can't touch your money. You're basically not going to be able to touch exactly. it until you're 59 and a half. With with an EQRP, you can write yourself a check for up to fifty thousand dollars or half of what what's in the account, whichever's less, and you can use it for whatever you want. I mean, anything. If you want to buy a car, if you want to do a that private is- <laughs> private investment, like if you, whatever you want to do, and then you pay it back over five years. I one of the other things that I, I forgot about and that's really important: an EQRP 
is it can be set up when you have employees. A solo 401k can't have employees. I was going so, there actually. Yeah. I'm glad that, that you brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a big deal because what happens if you have a solo 401k and you hire somebody, you're screwed. You, you yeah. have to completely overhaul your plan yeah. and it's no longer a solo and there's a lot of requirements. And so this, this is dynamic. It's able to, to, um, to have employees. You have a lot, you have all the possible scenarios that will work within it and you have all the controls. So you can invest in almost anything. You can borrow money, the fifty thousand dollars. I mean, you have so many options. It's it's kind of limitless. And it, what can, what's confusing is people say, "Well, how come I haven't heard of this? This seems too yes. good to be true." Yes. Because there, and it's really because of fees. Because custodians make a lot of money, and so does Wall Street right. based on fees. And there's not a lot of fees involved in doing this. Of course, a couple of years ago, or I would say about four years ago, I didn't know about self-directed IRA even. And then, you know, I've been telling some of my friends and they're like, oh, is that possible? Can I take the money and go? I'm like, of course. So then I knew more about Solo 401k. Then I met you, heard you on other podcasts as well, met you at the, you know, New Orleans Investment Conference. And of course, at the real estate syndication event too, uh, and I realized, oh, there is something else out there, which is even better than Solo 401k, because uh, that's a great point, because of course, I don't have any employees right now. I was able to do Solo 401k, but you know, of course, I'm moving myself into EQRP because you know, I'm thinking if I grow, if I start another business, what happens, right? So that, that's a great point as well. So how does one, uh, if someone is interested into EQRP, how do they uh, sign up? You know, with Total Control, or uh, do you have any other competitors, or is that Total Control Financial pretty much is, is pretty strong in this space, and uh, there is no competition? Yeah, so Total Control Financial sets up the EQRPs. It's the only it's the only company in the country that sets up EQRPs. Lots of companies set up for solo four hundred one k's. Right. But if you want the the most dynamic and the most powerful and the most protected retirement plan, it's absolutely the EQRP, no question. Uh, so Total Control Financial is where you go. It's where you you can both get a book about it, which I've, I've written a number of books on the QRP, and you can also set a plan up. So whatever, it's just an education process. That's really what what somebody should be doing is thinking this might be for me. Yeah, find out, you know, get get educated, get a copy of the book. And that's that's what people would do if, if this is interesting or appealing or might be a good fit. So tell us, uh, you just mentioned about books. Tell us more about the books. What, which books have you returned and what? So, they, so, so there's, there's a, it's interesting. There's a lot of books out there in the retirement space, but there's too much data that's overly complex and they're too big. So people get them. I mean, I, I have read pretty much all of them and there's, there's some good ones, but there's just too much. And you look at them, you're overwhelmed. And so what, what I did with the QRP book was make it readable. So you can actually read it and go, okay, I get it. It's meant to be a reference manual and it guides you through what you can and can't do pretty quickly. So it's, it's broken into different pieces based on if you're an individual, if you have employees, you know, wherever you're at, whatever you're trying to do, and then it guides you through the journey. And, and really, you can get through it in probably less than an hour. So it's, it gives you everything you need to know. And, and then you're off to the races if it's a good fit. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, I'm based out of San Francisco Bay Area and a lot of my friends work for Facebooks and Googles and whatnot, right? They have solid 401k plans. Um, and of course, they were asking me, are they allowed to move that 401k into EQRP or some other plans like this? Yeah, it's, it's while you're still working, there's an option called an in-service rollover. And so you're allowed to move certain parts, like any profit sharing or matching that you have from an employer is legally allowed to be transferred 
to your own plan. The only question is whether your employer will allow you to. And so that's just a question that you can simply ask your administrator of the plan. Do we have an in-service rollover option? And if they say yes, then you can start moving money over and, and take control of it. That is interesting. And of course, uh, I'm pretty sure that once you uh, leave an employer, then you are definitely allowed to do whatever you want to with that money, right? That, that, I mean, is, with that money means you move in kind yeah. of lower, right? And, that, and that's a really great point. A lot of times when people move, they, they, we, we don't stay at jobs now for 20 or 30 years. No. We move a lot. And so people have these orphaned 401ks floating all over the place. All of those, whenever you leave a job, whether it's Facebook, Google, or the post office, it doesn't make any difference. You're allowed to transfer those funds into another plan, including an EQRP or an IRA. If you were crazy enough to do that, you could move it over there. But there's really no good reason in my mind to ever do that if you're transferring funds because you really don't have control. So when you leave, you're going to have the option of transferring the funds into an EQRP and having control and invest the way you want to. Yeah, that's a great point. And I'm pretty sure most of the people do uh, what, what you just mentioned. And I did. When I left SAP, I moved my 401k into an IRA. And then when I left PwC, again, I moved it into a uh, same IRA. I'm like thinking, yeah, at least I want to get it out of there and, uh, you know, let the professionals handle my money. And then I realized that's not what I want. I want to control my own uh, destiny, you know, and take the money uh, out and do whatever I really want to do with that money. Uh, so, you know, I moved into SEP IRA. So there was a lot of transitioning, uh, you know, uh, and then I found out about solo 401k. So did solo 401k started investing. Now I know more about EQRP and we just recently worked on one of my deal actually. Um, and I can mention about that too. Uh, I, uh, most of the listeners know that I acquired or, uh, a small coffee farm parcel in Panama and um, it was deeded to my solo 401k and there were some issues. So uh, we moved that over to EQRP with Damien's help and I know the deed is getting completed now. So that's another thing um, I, I, with a lot of this kind of investments, uh, Damien is able to help, especially uh, that um, that uh, coffee parcel is in Panama, and even then, you know, Damien was able to help me establish the EQRP plan. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great tool for doing things globally <laughs> and doing them fast and making sure that you're not running into red tape and bureaucratic nonsense that you would with a lot of other options. That isn't, and you mentioned about loan as well. I'm I'm looking into that option as well, uh, and it's funny that someone told me, "Oh yeah, then I need to pay back the loan." I'm a, I'm I'm like, yeah, of course you got to pay back the loan to your uh, yourself, and it's like, but I do, do do I need to pay interest? I said, yeah, you have to pay interest, and it goes back into your own account. It's not going anywhere else. So it's 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 a it's a win-win situation for you. You take the loan out, you you know, use it for let's say. I can leverage it and invest as a invest as a private lender for you know and get ten percent return and then I pay the interest back <laughs> at whatever I earn right and everything yep. stays in my account. Exactly right. It's it's a, it's a wonderful tool. Uh, one more question I have is about solo 401k, uh, not solo 401k, but in solo, I have traditional, even in IRA, I have traditional and Roth. Uh, mm -hmm. In solo, I have same. So uh, does EQRP differentiate between traditional and Roth or how, do, how would that work if I want to set up Roth? Yeah, it, it actually has that component inside of it. So you're able to use either one or both. It's it's built in. So you you have the tool inside there and you can transfer old Roth accounts. You just can't transfer a Roth IRA into 
uh, into an EQRP, but anything else you could transfer into it. Oh, really? So uh, I cannot transfer a Roth IRA into EQRP? That's correct. And what about Roth 401k or Roth solo 401k? I should yeah, absolutely. No problem. Oh, Anything, but only Roth IRA is not it's allowed. some weird thing with the IRS code. <laughs> exactly. And you got to make sure. You have to uh, make sure that you are aligned with IRS codes. You don't that, want that's right. Stuff. <laughs> exactly right. So I can... Uh, so the EQRP has a Roth component. And I, I, you know, the more I studied, of course, I'm not an expert or a, a pro like you, but the more I studied, I realized Roth is a really powerful tool. So I stopped even doing traditional. I only do Roth moving forward because I want to pay the taxes now and, mm -hmm. and not worry about the taxes, you know, after I retire. Uh, and in Robert Kiyosaki's words, um, you know, the way, financial institutions and wall street and even go our governments have taught us is that uh you are retiring poor why should i be retiring poor i should be making same income i'm making right now when i retire as well yeah. uh, so the thinking is if i'm making the same income then i'll be paying this even more taxes because my money would have grown significantly in ira or 401k or eqrp so i think Roth, you can't go wrong. You know, I'll pay taxes now and then I don't have to worry about it. Right. What do you think? I, I think that that's a smart play. If you're planning on being rich when you're, when you quote unquote retire or get older, there's no reason you would want to have a higher tax bracket down the road, which you'll be in and, and take your money out there with a Roth, you pay the taxes now, and then there's never a tax again on the gains or the withdrawals, which is awesome. I mean, there's Mitt Romney has over a hundred million dollars yeah, in exactly. his Roth account. So if, if it's good enough for Mitt, I think it's good enough for us too. For everyone. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree. And is there, are there any other differences you can think of uh, between EQRP and IRAs or 401ks, uh, which we did not uh, discuss? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's just, it's really about control options and speed, and then not getting not getting taxed if you have any type of real estate that has leverage. Uh, it's, you're able to physically hold the gold. If you buy gold, you can physically take possession of it, even though your retirement account bought it because you're the trustee. So the, you can't do that with an IRA. So there are, I mean, there are definitely some differences. There's no good reason for an IRA. There's no advantage to it. There's no advantage to just a solo 401k because it's restricted based on employees and, and liability. Yeah. So ultimately you have to decide how much flexibility do you want? And you, you pick the tool based on how much flexibility and freedom you actually want to have. Got it. So, uh, and uh, let's talk about uh, EQRP from disallowed transactions mm -hmm. or, you know, um, can we talk about it? Uh, let's say I buy a place, I buy a, a real estate and then I allow my father-in-law to live in that. Um, um, is that allowed if that uh, real estate was acquired through my EQRP? No, so there are certain people that you can't do transactions with. Uh, anybody vertical, any family member that's vertical, parents, grandparents, or children are not allowed to participate with your plan. So anybody off to the side, brothers, sisters, nephews, cousins, all that stuff, those are fine. But there are certain people... And then there are certain transactions you can't do. You can't do like collectible cars. You can't buy a property that you're going to go live in. So you mentioned that. So you kind of hit two things at once. Wrong person, which is parents. And the, right. other, the other one is you can't do a property that you're going to actually use today. And you can't get any type of benefit today. So meaning your retirement ca account can't buy something and then you get a commission off of it. That's disqualified. Pretty easy rules to follow. Basically, the idea here is that you've got this pile of of money and it's going to be invested and it's being invested for the long term for your future. So, um, uh, great point. And, um, let's say, um, 
I have someone who signs up on EQR, QRP and they have questions about this, like in IRA world, they can go to custodian and talk to them. Can they reach out to Total Control Financial if they have signed up and, and they can ask, oh, is this allowed or not? And um, if they want to run any ideas by you guys, of course, not the investment ideas, but more of IRS uh, regulations. Yeah, it's pretty, it's very clear. I mean, that's one of the, that's part of the service that we provide okay. is the compliance and looking at deals, making sure things are titled correctly and, and making sure that things are done the way that they're supposed to so that you're in compliance. So there is an ongoing conversation and it's, it's not just a, an FAQ sheet or a bot on the internet. It's actually human beings. <laughs> that, that's great. Uh, so one more uh, question about uh, the same thing is that how uh, how would someone if someone wants to get started how do they uh, reach out to where do they reach out to you and how do they get started? Best place to start uh, the, the most direct way is to to go to the qrpbook.com get a copy of the book and then it'll start a process where, where you want to get educated and then you can you can get a plan set up but it's not for everybody i mean some people just you know if you want to invest in mutual funds and you're busy with your life this is not for you there are certain there are plenty of people this is not the right fit for so the first step is really the education and so get a copy of the book it's it's available at, at qrpbook.com or on amazon whatever is easier for you yeah i, I will i will uh, put that in the show note as well so i'm glad that you brought up it may not be for everyone because i know there are some people who only think the wall street is the only way to get rich yeah. Right. Even though it's crooked, even though we all know it's manipulated. But uh, of course, you know, uh, the way we have been educated uh, that Wall Street is the only way to get rich. But if you exactly. uh, yeah, if you look at, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump or Mitt Romney and any of those guys, you know, they have invested heavily in real estate and even in a, a, you know, other areas as well. Um, so that, that, that's great. Uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about, is there any limit? What kind of limits are there uh, on the contribution side? So this is one of the, one of the major differences between IRAs and the, the, the um, EQRP and solo 401ks. It's 10 times as much. An IRA, you can put six wow. or $7,000 a year yeah. <laughs> with a qualified plan, like the 401ks and the EQRP, it's over 50,000. In some cases, it's 62,000 per year per person. So wow. a couple that's got some side income could put 120,000 plus dollars per year and it can be deferred or Roth. So that's a huge advantage. There are income limits with IRAs to where you can't do a Roth or you can't contribute right. because you make too much money. In your case, you could be basically pot in poverty in san francisco and still have too much income <laughs> and i had the same issue when i did ira i couldn't do roth and even when i did traditional they didn't let me write off because i was under amt <laughs> so, exactly that's that's a problem there are no limits with a with with an eqrp you can make as much income as as you want and you're still able to do roth oh cool is there um that's awesome is there anything else uh, we didn't discuss or i i missed these, you know, these are, there's a lot in the code. The, the reality is that most of it doesn't apply to most people. So what we covered is really the most important stuff. If you want to have control of your money, if you want to do things like real estate and that's important to you, then this is the, the tool that you should be investigating and learning about. If you don't care about that stuff, then, you know, stick with your, your financial advisor and let them buy you mutual funds and, and you know, <laughs> do, do your thing. Right. And how do I get, uh, how, do I, how do my listeners get a signed copy of your book? 
Good question. If they can find me at a live event, bring the copy of the book that you get and okay. I'm happy to sign it. And I'm, I'm at a lot of syndication events and a lot of real estate investor trainings. So just find me and, and come to one of those and increase your education at the same time. Yeah. And I have both of your books signed by you as well. So that's why I have already tough. <laughs> now, thank you so much, Damien, on this Friday, you know, taking out our time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me and hope everybody learned a few new things. Of course I did. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure everyone else did too. Thanks. Good deal. You betcha. You're listening to the Wealth Matters Podcast. The Wealth Matters Podcast. For more info about what we do, check us out at wealthmatters.com. It's wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H, matters, M-A-T-R-S, dot com. If you are on the fence about investing, or have any questions about alternative investments, please reach out to me at alpesh at wealthmatters.com. It's A-L-P-E-S-H at W-E-A-L-T-H-M-A-T-R-S.com. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Matters Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes so others can enjoy the show too. Have a great week and happy investing!